The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Have you ever suffered from that repeated problem with your digestion, problem with insomnia, that difficulty in a nightmare and you didn't know what it meant? Have you ever had that repeated problem in a relationship? You kept meeting the same kind of person over and over again, and you didn't know why you were doing that, why you kept attracting that kind of person in your life. If you've ever had these signs in your life, whether it's a message from your body, message from a dream, a kind of message, why does this keep happening to me over and over again? Today is your day because we're going to discuss intuition, health, and sanity. In today's world, it's very common for people to go outside of themselves to get information. That's great. We all need to use our intellect to find information, whether it's going to physicians, therapists, nurses, Um, all kinds of practitioners, nutritionists, uh, all kinds, to get some kinds of clarity about the problems in our lives. But what do you do when you hit the wall? When you're in the dark, dark, with an R, we don't have the more down, when you're in the dark in your life and You can't see your way through. You keep having the same problem over again. The same symptoms keep returning. You get treated, it goes away, and then it comes back. Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how to use mind, body, and medical intuition. Learning how to 
look in the interior and exterior way in our world to get guidance, reassurance, and sanity. We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555 from within the U.S. and Canada. And remember, unityonlineradio.org is live, live every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. And you can get this show on your favorite podcast provider, as well as join the live show with a question every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Today we have a special guest, my dear friend and buddy and colleague, Jill Angelo. She is an intuitive design professional in her own right, but she's known primarily now as the owner of a nonprofit, see something or other, I never can keep a track, owner of Moon Dog Farm, a nonprofit dog rescue. And I'll explain to you why I think that helps us find comfort intuitively. She actually helps animals find comfort. And last time I checked, we are an animal. We all find information. We get it externally or internally. We get intuition internally, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, or through body intuition, through medical intuition, through symptoms in our body. Our body is like a dashboard, like warning lights. Our bodies will light up, letting us know when something's out of balance. I understand that all illness is always in part due to diet, genetics, the environment. But signs, symptoms in our body will light up, letting us know we're low on relationships, low on love, low on money. Our work's out of whack. Relationships with a parent or child is out of balance. The way we communicate or listen is, or think is not exactly the most flexible or growing. We need to reevaluate our purpose in life and our connection to the divine. However, another source of information is the external world. And that is the environment around us, whether it's animals, insects, the weather. Jung talked about that our environment around us gives us signs, signals, messages. And in fact, Aborigines people believe that when we're dreaming, that's when we're really awake. And like you and I right now, we're really dreaming. That's fascinating because when we are dreaming at night, when we're in REM, our brain fires in the same way that we're awake. Go figure fascinating. In fact, if you look at REM, rapid eye movement of sleep, you can't really tell without looking at the rest of the sleep tape that comes out of the machine, whether you're asleep or awake. Hmm. My point is that you literally can look around and see symbols in nature like when you say something, all of a sudden, boom. In Native American, they call that an agreement that the universe, the environment, nature is agreeing with what just happened around you. It's like in Christian churches, they say, can I hear an amen? <laughs> it's the same thing. 
It's almost like nature is amening you. Well, a lot of people, when they grow up, they've had tragedy, trauma, abuse. And they are skittish. They don't trust people anymore. They have a next-door neighbor. They have a dog. I love the dog. Love the dog. The thing is, the dog barks. And I don't think it's normal barking. In fact, around the holidays, I delivered pies to everybody. Um, once I could use the keys again, I had a little bit of a surgery of a neck problem. But anyway, I delivered pies to everybody. And I, um, I, get, I sent them messages from the North Pole. And I sent this dog a message from the North Pole that he was not on the naughty list, that erroneously he'd been put on the naughty list because someone reported him for barking. And I cleared that up and I said it was not barking. He was not a public nuisance, that those were considered enthusiastic utterances. Now, there are people who are animal communicators, and you might consider that intuition. But I submit to you that people who are raised in families there were abuse, that those people, through the brain changes of cortisol and epinephrine, it makes you more easily access your intuition. And perhaps that makes it easier to relate to animals. So I don't know what it is. Some people didn't get the uh, message from the North Pole, and they outfitted this poor animal with a shock collar. So now when I walk by in the neighborhood and I try to give him a treat, he runs away. And the reason is, is because he he's so sensitive. Like attracts like. He's so sensitive. The message didn't compute to his brain. He didn't learn that every time he box, he's going to get a shock. He learned that every time he sees someone and wants to box, he's afraid of people now. Because he learns that if you see someone, he's going to get a shock. Not that if he box, he's going to get a shock. So now they've induced social phobia and now agoraphobia. Because whenever he sees someone, he runs in the house and is afraid to leave. Can you imagine? Have you ever heard of anything? So I go to the front door and I say, ma'am, and this is what Jill does. I want to rescue your dogs. <laughs> did you get him an electric collar? She said, how did you know? I said, because he sees people and he runs into the house. I said the wrong wrong takeout message. I said he's not a, a a boxer. I said don't you remember from the North Pole? He has enthusiastic utterances. My point is is this. For intuition, health and sanity, we need to look at the signs. Listen to the signs. You may not be a dog communicator, but maybe you're a nature communicator. During Facebook Live or Instagram Live, I lose track because I do so many of these in the afternoon to the point where I think after I get off the phone, I start to drool here. That when you look outside, you just see lights until it gets dark. But if you were to get a certain kind of instrument, a prism, it would change the wavelengths and you would then see purple, green, yellow, all the different wavelengths. It's the same with intuition or our brain. We see all the different wavelengths, depending on how your, your brain is attuned. Whales, their temporal lobe, the area for intuition, can't hear things, clear audience, so they're more likely to hear, feel vibrations. Perhaps your brain, 
the temporal lobe is more attuned to clairaudience and not frequencies. On Facebook Live, there was a woman who said that she does resonances. And I said, you must be like Dory and speak frequent whale. Oh, oh, you. Remember Dory and Finding Nemo? And when you do that, you learn to tie that ability, that frequency you're easily tuned into, tie that aside and try to get the adjacent ones. There are some people who don't understand how to see the messages in nature, in animals, and they abuse them because they don't know how to read the signs. So angels like Jill Angelo help see them. I have read somewhere, and I don't know where, they say it is written that Jill Angelo was actually on the original Ark. They say it's buried like in Iraq or somewhere. She's also an intuitive design professional where she has gone in people's houses. She knows how to do this and knows the intuitive energy. There's some people who do this in gardens and so on. They're, they're like nature spirit architects. And they use geometry, sacred geometry and everything. But Jill Angelo knows how to do this as well. She's an intuitive design professional. And I hear that she combined the intuitive design with the animals that she was on the original ark. And she helped Noah design the stall so they could get all the animals in. Okay. And she specialized in the canine region. I once asked Jill why she doesn't do cats. And then I neglected to see that the name of her charity is called moon dog fawn hello dog but i she does do rabbits and uh, uh other animals that are dog like but not the cats and i'm not saying she she's anti-felinist at all i'm just saying that apparently that's not her forte but she was responsible for me getting my horatio who is got seniority in my house so let us uh welcome jill jill are you there Oh, she hasn't called in yet. Oh, my God, I'm so upset. I think she had an emergency in her uh, place. So we will uh, wait for her to call. But uh, after I gave her that wonderful thing. But if you want to look up the Moondog Farm, and you will uh, please, please, please donate. She's wonderful. She's always posting on Instagram about um, the latest animals she brought in. They usually have histocytosis or something like that, and she keeps them alive, and they're wonderful, and they inspire us to love the people in our life who are difficult to love, and they inspire us to handle the most difficult health problems in ourselves because these animals so patiently handle their own health problems with such grace and dignity. We will go to line one. Mary, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Hello. Hi, Mary. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm okay. How can I be of help? I'm so sorry Jill did not show up. This is unbelievable. I missed your call on Friday. That was me online. I missed your yes. call on Friday. Yes. I just how had can a I question. Yes. Um, post-nasal drip. Do you know anything... What is going on there? Because I, I can't stand it. <laughs> I okay. have it all the time. So the first thing is, 
Well, this is interesting because you are a very nurturing kind of person. Yeah. And you're very optimistic. You can see mm-hmm. the best in someone. And mm-hmm. that can be a blessing if you're a coach, a therapist, a counselor. But don't go into rehab <laughs> because you could really get um, bamboozled by mm-hmm. a relative if they have problems with addiction. Because mm-hmm. you can easily, they say love is blind, and yeah. for you it can really be. If a loved one uh-huh. has problems with addiction, mm-hmm. you will suck it in, not say anything, mm-hmm. hide your emotions behind a brave and stoic face, mm-hmm. and not complain. In the short term, that can um, cause you to have annoying problems like PND, post-nasal drip. Yeah. But in the long term, you can give you other fourth center problems, which I'll explain in a second. The Mm -hmm. first thing I see is that there's someone in your life that... um, you've tried to leave behind. They're not the healthiest person. They tend Mm -hmm. to go after what they want and Mm -hmm. they tend to not see people's love as being important. Mm -hmm. Money, property, money, money, money. (laughs) And they tend Mm -hmm. to take it without asking. Pilfering, mm-hmm. they may have had problems with addiction, mm-hmm. they get better, then they have it again, then they get better, and then they go on to another kind of addiction, and mm-hmm. then they blame it on other people. Mm-hmm. I see that person will have a kid who will have a flavor of this, and you will end up having a blind spot because you'll end up saying, oh, they're better than they used to be, or it's not that bad, oh, or... Huh. I know I'm laying it on quite thick, and there's a reason. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's fine, because I know exactly what you're talking about. When you, when you remove the first annoying person, if mm-hmm. they have children, you'll have a blind mm-hmm. spot to them, because you'll think their problems are related to the first person who was annoying. Who do you live mm-hmm. with? My daughter. Who, Perfect. her father Wait a minute, wait a minute. don't say anything. Wait, wait, okay, wait a minute. Oh. So you got rid of the father who was an alcoholic, correct? Yeah. Drugs okay. and alcohol, yeah. Okay, there you go. I knew it was not just drugs. I mean, I'm not just alcohol, oh, yeah. but then he went to drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you get rid of him. So no mm-hmm. longer is love blind with him. Mm-hmm. Because once Long the love fades, ago. you get annoyed. Mm-hmm. It's undiluted oh, yeah. annoyance. Mm-hmm. However, the daughter you love, mm-hmm. what kind of it's problems does she have? Because she has half of mm-hmm. his genes. How I old know. is she? She's 32. She lives with you and she's 32. She lives with me and she's 32, yeah. Okay, and you she wonder was, why you're mm-hmm. Wait a minute. You wonder why you're sniffing. Mm-hmm. What do people do in a funeral when they're sniffing? They're sniffing because they're not trying they're trying not to do what? Cry. <laughs> there you go. And they're crying. I know. I, 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 I know look at your is. head. Mhm. Mhm. I look at your neck. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. 
I see a problem in the past with some kind of injury. I can't figure out if you fell, you hit the wall. I see some kind of squeezing of your neck or twisting of your neck, especially from the left turning to the right. You'll minimize mm-hmm. it and say that it was nothing. I don't think it was nothing. Maybe a past life. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll explain in a second. I'll explain. Mm-hmm. I look mm-hmm. at your heart. Good I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. I see a capacity for excessive body stores of estrogen. I see increased mm-hmm. susceptibility of hormonally sensitive densities in both breasts, densities that tend to calcify. Mm-hmm. I look at, wait a minute, I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. In the past, I saw irritation in your cervical, vaginal, urethral area. I can't figure out if there was irritation. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I wonder if women in your family tend to make antibodies or muscles attached to tendons attached to joints. Mm-hmm which causes a problem with change of range of motion in their knuckles. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you please right tell me your nose. I know. I know. It's, I mean, not that I'm so good, but that, that can be no, so good. No, you bad. are so good because my no, hands No, I'm not so good. No, no, listen. Hey, 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 hey. Listen. Yes, ma'am. No, don't just say the ma'am. Okay. I'm not so good. Everybody has an intuitive gift. That's what this reading, I, that's what this show is about. Mm-hmm. I do have that. I know you do. Because you have the stigmata. Last week was about mysticism. We all have a capacity to carry someone's pain and pick it up as if it was our own. Mm-hmm. Father's intuition doesn't get as much press, but women's intuition gets a lot of press. Mm-hmm. And women are supposed to get a break at menopause. It's just mm-hmm. like you're only pregnant for 10 months because you couldn't carry that kid for longer than that, for God's sakes. It's like a bowling ball. Right. <laughs> then you go to menopause because it's not that you need a pause of menstruation. You need a pause of children. You need a right. break. Even my Aunt mm-hmm. Evie, when she had like a daycare center there. She used to lock the door and close mm-hmm. the windows at noon because she used to watch her soap operas. She called them her stories. The right. thing is, is you're 61 and you have daughters living at home in their 30s. I know. I know you do. And the thing is, is that that means that you are intuitively keyed into her pain. So if I can see it, it's because Mm -hmm. it's, this going to be loud. It's loud. (laughs) Yes. And it's very, very bright. It's like the lights in Shea Stadium. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The, that's how you teach intuition. I have this seven-day class every July. Mm-hmm. The first cases I teach people with, I, get, I teach mm-hmm. them giving someone's name and age. I give right. them people like you. Yeah. <laughs> a loud yeah. problem. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, you think yeah. I'm kidding you or not. Because mm-hmm. 
your joints are loud. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. The, the sniffing is not the loudest thing. Sniffing yeah. is an annoyance. It's what I call ticks and fleas. Yeah. That's really yeah. hard to read because it's... But those joints, mm-hmm. you could see that on the other side of Route 95. Okay, oh, yeah. your area code 508, that's Massachusetts. You know where 95 yes, is, is, right? Right. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Over here. So, what's the story mm-hmm. with the joints? I don't know. Hands, real bad. Hands, hands, knees. Hands uh, and knees. What is your yeah. mother's health like? That's where I'm living, my mother's house. She passed away in June last uh, Hold on a second. I'm about to go into the kitchen and get the big knife and cut out my heart. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, no. I lost a fiance. I lost my mother. No, long story. Anyway. One second. No, it's okay. And wonder why you're sniffing. The call is yeah. all over, but the crying. Hold on now. I got to get this correct. You yeah. lost your mother. You lost your lost fiance. Fiance after 17 years, but him and I were parting ways. He, he was tough. He was tough. He was hard to love. I told him that, too. He was hard to love. I couldn't Did he have anymore. a problem with addiction? He did way back. He ended up uh, way back, I mean, but then he, he was drinking, but uh, he had thyroid, a lot of thyroid issues. Wait a minute. He was drinking way back, or was he still drinking? He was drinking still, but it cut okay, way wait, back. Wait a Can I yeah. tell you something? Listen, mm-hmm. if I had a tire, okay, Mm-hmm. And I ran over some shrapnel, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we kind of sealed it, but it was still leaking. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's still leaking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So oh, once yeah. you're an alcoholic, yeah. you don't drink. Did you get mm-hmm. it? Yeah. He. I don't know if he was an alcoholic, but I mean, his 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 old wounds got the best of him. Did you hear he's... what I said about problems with people with addiction? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my father was a recovering alcoholic for Christ's sake. I know. Sake. So you have, I know. I know. Boy, I know. you are from Rhode Island, Massachusetts. For Christ's sake. <laughs> that's, that's really, that's, that is hilarious. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm home. That's really hilarious. Listen. Uh, mm-hmm. First center, bones, joints, mm-hmm. family. Yeah. Fourth center, the crying thing, the post-nasal yeah. drip. What concerns yeah. me is you don't talk about your grief. You won't outwardly cry. Bring your right brain emotion. Oh. Bring it to your left. I mean, mm-hmm. and get it out and then release it. It's staying in your body. No, mm-hmm. because it's still there. Because you right. can't have three large boulders hit you and say it's right. done. It was last year. I mean, that's like saying for the people who just got hit by three tornadoes last year. Aren't you people over it already? Mm-hmm snap out of it you can't and Mm -hmm. of course it's hard for you to move on with your life yeah it is try to date right now after i know but you have a daughter in your house which is like social repellent yeah i want you to hold on yeah i can't okay yeah i want you to hold on there's my music and you know what that means we gotta go to break but when we come back we're gonna learn how to use intuition health and sanity by figuring out what the signs are listening to Healthy Living Intuitive, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. 
Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. You're listening to unityonlineradio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm, this is me, Dr. Mona Lisa, and today's show has been dedicated to solving intuition, health, and sanity. And today's, believe it or not, today's guest, yes, it is. It's Jill Angelo. She just flew in. She had a canine emergency. Apparently, there was some kind of guinea pig, a guinea pig adoption. And, you know, I we have our priorities. If it's between me, my radio show, and a guinea pig needing a home, hey, I yield. As I said, Angelo is an intuitive design professional. I said she designed, we have it, the original ARC. That's right, Noah's ARC. And they say that she helped design the stalls and that she also helps, she has a nonprofit dog rescue. And she, many of them are abused animals. And I talked about how the world, we have internal intuition that helps us solve problems in our life that we can't see our way through. And then we have external intuition that we learn how to read the signs in the world. And one of them is nature. Animals, insects, um, various nature gives us, like Rorschach, they give us signs and symbols. Many people who have a history of abuse don't trust people, they trust animals. And many people who have are abusive abuse animals. And so many people who are abused have exquisite intuition because the cortisol, the epinephrine, doesn't just make your body reactive to other people's pain, but it also makes your body reactive intuitively. So you get a lot of signs and messages from your own body internally. However, Jill not only attunes to the environment, so she has helped people as an intuitive design professional, but she also keys in to animals, especially animals have been abused, and she helps them find home, find safety and security. Jill, welcome aboard. How are you? Oh, my God. I am out. I'm good. Oh, no, I'm is. here. I had to mute you. They were all barking in the background. Well, so there's, apparently there's a lot of dogs there. <laughs> there are. So there's many, 10. I don't care if they bought. How many people, <laughs> how many dogs are there? Currently, I have 
I have um, oh, I have 11 dogs in our care. And how many guinea pigs and squirrels and rabbits and anything like that going around there? Um, we have two sanctuary guinea pigs, one guinea pig being treated for a fungal infection. And then in the program right now looking for homes, I have two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Looking for homes, I have five or six rabbits looking for homes, four rabbits of my own. A pot-bellied pig. So you, she'll keep going if you don't stop her. She'll no, go, oh, uh, that's it. That's I know, it. She'll, she'll, she'll find somebody under the rug. Trust me. So she posts every day on Instagram. She is an angel. She There's one dog that had like histocytosis. I can't even keep track of the animals that she manages to keep alive. And you might ask why she does that. Many of us get ourselves in our lives, we find what I call the dark night in the soul. And we can't see our way clear. And that's when we can see messages in our heart, in our body, in our dreams. And that's when we get the divine light and we're able to read between the lines. When in the during the Roman Inquisition, they were chasing this man and his son, and they ran into a cave, and it was completely dark back then, and all they had was a Bible, but they didn't have light bulbs, nor electricity, or light poles, for God's sakes. So they're sitting in this cave, and, the, and he's just opening and closing the Bible nervously, because there was nothing else to do. They didn't have HBO. Suffice it to say, he opens the Bible, and there, lo and behold, he can read because he can see the light between the lines. He's reading between the lines. And when the earth was created, first apparently they say the Big Bang, there was nothing, it was dark. And then the divine light came in and bang, all the divinity sparks came down the earth. And you have a piece of divinity, somebody else has a piece of divinity, and it's like a lithium battery. It helps you connect to your soul, to the divine. It's how you get information, intuition. It helps you read between the lines and get solutions when you're in the darkness. Yes, you go to a a psychiatrist. Yes, you go to a therapist. Yes, you go to a physician, a naturopath, and so on and so on. But we also have to go to somebody else because we can't intuitively at times see the messages for ourselves, And that's when we see the divine in somebody else. We might see it when someone's stricken with histocytosis. Jill can see the divine in the most stricken animals, in their most, oh, dilapidated states. She rescues them. And it teaches us how to see the best in other people, even when they seem to be the most difficult. Which brings us back to Mary Ferreira. Are you there, Mary? Line one? Mary, are you there? Yes. Okay. So, Mary, yes. this is what I want you to do. First of all, do you have any allergies to animals? Well, supposedly, but I have two do- two dogs. I used to have four cats. <laughs> you have two dogs? I do. I got a rescue and I got a Newfoundland, yes. Yeah. I love okay. my puppies. 
You love mm -hmm. your puppies. Um, yeah. Do your animals give you solace? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want you, first of all, to work with an acupuncturist, Chinese herbalist on your spleen meridian. Number two, mm -hmm. I want you to go to someone who's a shaman to help you okay. cut the cords between the people who've left you in your life, including your ex-husband, mm -hmm. and people you need to really let go who are mm -hmm. still in your body. Three, I want you to work with a cognitive behavioral therapist who knows addiction to help you stop the pattern of continually getting involved with people who are addicted, including mm -hmm. the ex fiance or however you say that the person you were yeah, fiance fiance, with yeah. because you say that he didn't have addiction and he continued to drink and I don't understand that okay because I have lots of relatives and as far as I'm concerned if you used I mean, to drink was, set, set, yeah. con, yes okay continuing to drink mm -hmm. despite adverse consequences if I had a problem drinking I'd never go back to it ever again right I mm. had progesterone I got breast cancer it had progesterone receptors yeah. would I go back to progesterone Hell no. Mm. To no. continue to use it despite what? What did you just say? No. Did you just Re say no? Three of my sisters. While we're at it, mm. go to a rheumatologist and check your joints. Okay. Good okay. luck. Okay, Mary. Yes, dear. So Thank you gonna, so much. We're going to go back to Jill. So, Jill, mm -hmm. have you found that a lot of people who have a history of abuse find that animals? They're able to intuitively key into animals and find peace. Yes. Can you elaborate on that? I don't mind if I hear dogs or squirrels or whatever's uh, screaming there. It adds to local color. So don't worry. Don't stop muting, because then we can't hear okay. you. We can't hear anything. Okay. I think that I think that we're all the majority of us are drawn to animals in one way, shape, or form, whether we're aware of it or not. Uh, those of us who have sustained abuse in some way, shape, or form seem to be even more drawn. Um, there seems to be a natural understanding just being in their presence. There's a calm gentleness in being with them and in their presence, where we don't feel judged or threatened or afraid. Uh, we could just be ourselves. And that was true for me growing up. Not that I sustained tremendous levels of abuse. However, there were expectations. <clears throat> oh, I'm Excuse sorry. Me. I just, as that new onset Tourette syndrome. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's just that expectation for yeah. people to be better or whatnot. So I found solace being around animals. And from that point forward have always felt called and then as i grew and won and lost and failed and triumphed i always had animals in my life and then it just became natural that i would create a 501c3 and move and start what i've started down here at the indiana illinois border well i think you're remarkable and i want the people who we're talking to today to talk about how also that intuitive connection to nature or animals have helped guide them through health and healing. So we'll go to line two. Michelle, this is Dr. Mona Lisa and Jill. How can we be Hi, helped? Dr. Mona Lisa. Hi, Dr. Mona Lisa. Hi, Jill. Um, Hi there. So I, I wanted to ask you, 
Uh, like I had a 14-year-old, Lassa Apso, who was my Zen. Little Cooper passed a few years ago, and he he connects with me in my dreams, but I, I'm not very good at trusting my intuition. And I'm just, uh, I'm wondering if you're familiar with that. Jill? I'll have you speak first. Every dog, every dog that I've had or every animal that I've had that's personally lived here at one point or another has come, has come by. Sometimes I don't necessarily understand exactly what they're communicating, but I do know that when they come by, they want me to know that they're okay. And there's a thank you and a gratitude that comes with it with their unconditional love. And that sustains me to keep going. Usually I hear from one in my situation when another one is crossed. So unfortunately, just today, our rescue lost a, a rabbit. So I anticipate that somebody's going to come and visit me in the next day or two. Oh, and I would embrace those and welcome that and ask them to come by and visit you as much as they want to. Whether mm. we know it or not, I can tell you personally that I sleep better when they've come to visit me. I feel better when I wake up the next day. And I know that that unconditional love has never left me just because they've crossed over to the other side. See, this is why Jill is brilliant. Want to know why Jill is brilliant, uh, Michelle? First of all, I couldn't lie if put a gun to my head. She, study, she <laughs> works with a lot of people. I'm not kidding you. Really, I couldn't. She works with a lot of people who are considered mystic and spiritual. She's worked with Carolyn May. She's worked with Andrew Harvey, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, she'll say something just so self-effacing and unassuming like that. Before I went to medical school, I went to Brazil, Brazil, and I studied with Cordendatas, these people who do passes. And what they do is, I learned to do this, is that sometimes people die, and on the way out, they get stuck. Like down Route 1 in Boston, there's a rotary in Revere. They might keep going around the rotary, and they just don't exit and go to heaven. They get stuck. And when they get stuck, at, when they're dying, they don't leave. They attach themselves to somebody. And so that person will get a headache or something like that. And so that person with the headache will go see this Cordendera, which is like a shaman. And the shaman, I was there. The shaman helps tell the spirit, um, you know, listen, you need to take a left at the railroad tracks, take a right and go up. Leave this person be. And what Jill has told me in so many words, it's different. It's different, but it's the same. Is that animals are kind of a conduit to the divine. They help you developmentally. Um, they are like a guide. They help give directions when you have difficulty ushering people in and out of your life. Do you understand what I'm saying, Michelle? I'm not saying it as well as Jill said it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I am, when, I, yeah. when I saw you reading, I saw that there was someone in your life, a relationship, that you would have trouble ending. That it was like, yeah. um, you know how when you give birth to something and you're giving birth and then the birth gets hung up, so it's, a, it's called a complicated delivery. Well, this was a complicated ending in a relationship. And I can't figure out if it was difficulty letting go of it like a failed like the last person of failed engagements or failed divorce or difficulty separating and divorce or difficulty with the person dying on you. Either way, there's a sadness and a tragedy about that 
that makes it hard for you and that the dog helps facilitate that. What relationship was that? That's uh, my closest friend, a betrayal recently. I look at your head. I see the skin. I wonder if your um, your body, how old are you? 58. I see chronic immune system activation where your skin is sensitive. I can't figure out if it's food, things in the environment. I just see a red dotted pattern underneath the dermis. I look at your neck. I look at your thyroid. It increases your chance toward having problems balancing TSH and free T3. I look at your heart. At times, I wonder whether it feels like you have a lump in your throat. It's hard to swallow. It feels like there's a pressure in your chest. It's hard to breathe. I look at your left chest wall, right chest wall, esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. It really feels like you're trying to breathe through a straw. I see abdominal distension and bloating. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. I have a hard time seeing that. I see problems with libido. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. I wonder if something was lost or removed in the right side of your pelvis. Can you please tell me your health concerns? It is the, uh, it, it's so hard to swallow, especially at night. At night, I have a hard time swallowing, and I, I have dry mouth all night, but it feels like there's a lump in my throat. Okay, Only listen. At night, it's worse. Part of this is grief, because when you have grief, there's something about that that um, makes the muscles sag, but it's also like, I wish I had said something before it ended kind of thing. Right. It's not that you're mad. It's not that you're sad. You're mad sad. <laughs> Karen yeah. Hornay um, talked about terrible name. Poor thing. Her last name was probably Horny, but she couldn't say that. <laughs> Hi, my name is Karen Horney. So, you know, she had to change it to, Hi, I'm Karen Hornay. So you swallow anger and it becomes sadness and it eats up serotonin. Ah. But it's not just that. It's that that makes somehow your immune system goes belly up and it makes bacteria in your bowel overgrow, especially in your digestive tract, your stomach, and that can make mm. um, acid be there. So you have to talk to someone about something overgrowing there because that could be dangerous. Are you following me? Yeah. You need to talk to someone about... Um, I don't know about taking magnesium. That could make you get osteoporosis without calcium. Um, you really need to talk and get this out. I don't know if you should talk to her. I, I, that would be um, probably not the best. Be like trying right. to have a conversation with a volcano. They don't yeah. talk that. It's not a calm conversation, volcanoes. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, <laughs> no. That probably wouldn't be effective. Um, but... Animals seem to be a very calming thing. Um, did you have a person, a, a parent who had a very explosive temper? Uh, I have a really intense mother. I love the way you say. It. You got to learn to talk. You got to talk to someone 
who's a therapist because it's, you can't say that one's anger. You say intense. Do you see the difference? You can't right. say fear, anger, sadness, love, and joy. You say intense. Mm. You can't call a spade a spade, right? So yeah. in other words, when you play cards, you don't say, I have an intense hot hand. You don't say, I have a lot. Of, I have a pant load of hearts in my hand. You just say it's intense. <laughs> that doesn't help you. Right. Good luck. You take it easy, okay? Thank you very much. Take care. We'll go to line three. Jill, I'm going to have you back on because you are smart as smart as can be and very unassuming. Are you there or did you walk out and get some cat food? I'm here. Okay. We'll go to Mazume, 41, line three. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Um, I'm so glad I'm online. Thank you for having me there. Um, I'm calling because of my uh, some health issues. Um, I have thyroid issues. You sound very angry. You sound very angry to me. I'm kidding. <laughs> you found very sweet, very very sweet. Oh, thank you. But you have thyroid you. issues. Um, yes, I do for many years now. Um. Do you have any animals? No. No pets. Never had one. How do you feel about um, animals, dogs? What? In general, I already, I I like already know the answer. I already know the answer to this. Okay. But go ahead. It's illustrate um, but no never, problem. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I never felt like I want to have one. But you can't. Go with the last call of what I said. Thyroid is specifically related to a certain emotion. I'm going to give you a multiple choice, okay? Fear, anger, sadness, love, and joy. We know it's not anger because I said to you, gee, you sound really angry. And that was what we call ridiculous because you don't sound angry, okay? So we know it's not anger. Um, fear and sadness. I there you go. It's fear. So now tell me again why you have never been called to animals. Just call it out when you say it. Well, I used to. I used to have fear when I was in, yeah when I when I would see a dog or a cat or a cat and now go. I don't really have the fear but you have don't. what I would call I could but I'd rather not syndrome of fear it's called avoidance okay what leads me to generalization they use animals a lot is it true Jill in helping people with anxiety phobias depression is that correct Sure, there's trained, yes. What kinds of situations have you seen animals being used with people for health? Um, during COVID, there were many of them that went to the airports. There are some that will go to children's hospitals to help children. There are some that will go to um, assisted living facilities for aging for different reasons. Um, for people because a lot of people who are in assisted living situations are often alone and by themselves. Right. 
So when there's catastrophes, they'll bring animals not only for search and rescue, but they'll also bring them for stress relief. Okay, so stress is a kind of form of anxiety because stress disorders are anxiety, right? And yes. a lot of times people who have had who have thyroid problems, one of the studies suggests that they're more prone to anxiety. Did you know that, Masume? No. They are. I didn't. And a lot of times when someone is prone to anxiety, they have had exposure to people who are very, very angry. And that makes them more nervous. And eventually they avoid a lot of people. Are you following me? Um, almost. Um, but you said that there's no anger there? No, let me but say it another way. You don't sound angry. Okay. You sound fearful. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. It feels like in the past I saw a relationship with someone. You were trying to have a relationship with somebody, and they were irritable, fierce, and some people would find scary. And some difficult to get along with. Who do you live with? Uh, with my husband and my son. And at times, are they fierce? No. But they're more fierce than you. Okay. Is that true? Um, could be. Uh... I look at your head, I look at your neck, I look at your thyroid. I wonder if you have a capacity to make antibodies against your thyroid gland, but a multitude of types. I look at your neck, I look at your thyroid, I look at your heart. I wonder at times whether it feels like your heart skips a beat or adds a beat. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. There's something different about your ears. I can't figure out if it's wax or what it is. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder, uterus, left ovary, red ovary, and cervix if you still have them. I want you to call next week, okay? You take it easy. Okay. I want to thank you for welcoming you today. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. Thank you, Jill, for calling. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. 
they just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.